this this is great. What a time to be alive. Charlie, what's your reaction to seeing this? I feel like I'm here at a historical moment in time. Taylor, how did you figure out a guy had a python in his pants? Python. Blah 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 blah. Cooler. Yeah, baby. The Como Water Cooler with Charlie Harger and Taylor Van Size. All right, welcome to the Como Water Cooler. I'm Taylor. I'm Charlie. And coming up today... When six equals one, the odd comment from the Gov. Online polls, basically worthless. We'll talk to an expert. Getting ready for the new Star Wars movie. A debate over which ones so far have been any good. Also... Tarantula love. What to know before hiking in the California mountains. And Super Attorney John Henry Brown joins us to talk about his new book. But we start with that plane crash Friday. Boaters rescued a Kenmore air pilot and three passengers. Passengers after their seaplane crashed in the waters off Lopez Island Friday morning. All four people survived the crash. Uh, two had to be taken to Harborview. We don't know their condition, being treated for injuries and hypothermia. Legislative task force preparing new recommendations on new legal language governing the use of deadly force by police. Language that will replace what critics say is the most police-friendly law in the entire country. But Pierce County Prosecutor Mark Linquist says changing the law may not be enough. We need to communicate better. We need to build bridges, and trust will follow. We have work to do here. Uh, We need training for officers and better communication for everyone. Linquist says his counterparts statewide are studying changes in the legal definition of a justifiable police shooting, but he says it's up to police and community to ease mistrust and misunderstanding that appears to divide them. It's the case of a chrome dome in someone else's home. Authorities charged 39-year-old Eric Avila broke into a couple's Oregon home and shaved his head. Resident says he heard some noises coming from his bathroom and found a stranger there. Resident says the man used hand sanitizer on his scalp and then ran a razor across his head. Now, I'm wondering if there is any drug or and or alcohol use involved with that story. I think there's every drug and or alcohol (laughs) use involved with that story. Speaking of which, there's a story out of Chevy Chase, Maryland, not Chevy Chase, the actor, but the city itself. What about Chevy Chase, the neighborhood here in Washington? There's a Chevy Chase, Washington? There, well, not like an official town yeah. name, but I think somewhere maybe in Bellevue? It's more like a tribute to Fletch? Could be. Yeah. Okay. Authorities say a woman has been busted after walking topless through downtown Rehoboth Beach, a popular Delaware resort. Uh, according to police, the 37-year-old woman put her shirt back on after officers requested she do so. They had parents covering their kids' eyes as this woman is just <laughs> walking down the street. <laughs> and uh, uh, police say uh, she smelled a, a bit of alcohol. Shocking. And uh, she uh, faces multiple misdemeanor charges. Well, that'll happen to you if you walk down the street topless. A Georgia couple says God overruled the man's vasectomy. When she became pregnant with her fourth child. Said six months after the procedure, his wife started to act like she was pregnant. Act like she was pregnant, mind you. He checked with the clinic that performed the vasectomy, and they said there might have been a problem with the procedure. So he goes and he drains the toilet one night so he could test her urine without suspicion, and the results were positive. Well, he surprised her. Yeah, that's not a great surprise for someone that thought they wouldn't have kids anymore. Hope yeah. they wouldn't. The couple also plans to have a fifth child, but they want to adopt that one. Wait a second. Hmm. What if the vasectomy worked? Yeah, well, then they would adopt the fourth child. No, what I'm saying is, okay, what if the vasectomy actually worked? He could have just been found out that maybe something, oh, you know Charlie. what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, and she's like, oh, honey, it must be a miracle. But in reality, I didn't it's even Fred think about from that. the 
the tavern. That's right. And and Barney here at home is uh, not not too happy. We go from there to spiders. Mmm. Tarantulas even. They're out looking for love. And hikers in Southern California's Santa Monica Mountains are warned to watch out for those uh, hairy eight-legged freaks. National Park Service says tarantula mating season has begun and will last through the end of October. L.A. Times says that means the giant arachnids will spend the next couple months weaving webs just above the ground outside the female's burrow. They say because females typically stay inside, if a hiker comes across a tarantula on a footpath, it's probably a male on the lookout for a mate. Huh. So uh, just at the right height for everybody to trip over their webs and, yeah. and just cause horrible things to happen. App- apparently they're not dangerous. Yeah, okay. You say that when you come across one. <laughs> and my favorite line of the story, hmm. park rangers urge people not to touch the creatures. <laughs> Let's go down to those comments from Governor Jay Inslee. And what I wanted to do, let's bring in Como Radio Afternoon Editor Jeremy Grader. Jeremy also hosts the Ear Goggles podcast. Kind of want to get his This is a lovely studio, going on by here. the way. Yeah. I, it's very unusual. Yeah, I, I don't spend a lot of time in here. This is nice. Guys, I, I wanted to do something real quick. We had this soundbite this week, and there's like this big back and forth over it. I just want you to listen. I want to get your take. Okay. Uh, big kerfuffle. There was, of course, the presidential debate. But there was also, I hate using the word gubernatorial, because it just, it's like using the word moist. It doesn't feel Yeah, I like feel saying right. gubernatorial. Gubernatorial. No, have go- you ever, goober. Have you ever uh, seen a moist gubernatorial debate? Well, I, I have, <laughs> once, <laughs> in band camp. So, they're going back and forth. We have Bill Bryant, he's running as a Republican. Jay Inslee is our sitting governor. What? Uh, they're fighting back and forth. What happened to Locke? Gary Locke right. is... I like that guy. Where'd he go? <laughs> he and John Spellman are actually on an island. Oh, They're not wow. allowed to be governors anymore, so what they do is they braid each other's ha- hair uh-huh. and tell each other's stories. All it's right. gubernatorial island. Goober Island. Goober <laughs> Island. All right. Jay Inslee, our current sitting governor, huh. All right. he Never says ever. this, talking about Republicans not wanting to have teacher pay raises. They must have been abused as a first grader or something by a teacher. I don't understand that. And so he's on message until he's not on message. So again, this is what the governor said. They must have been abused as a first grader or something by a teacher. I don't understand that. All right. Now, uh, Inslee says, hey, uh, Republicans lighten up. They're going nuts. They're going crazy. And this is what he told us yesterday when we asked him about it. I think some writers need to get a better sense of humor. <laughs> Obviously, we're referring to people uh, in sixth grade, maybe had trouble on a math test. All right, let's go back. They must have been abused as a first grader or something by a teacher. I don't understand that. First grader teacher. <laughs> Obviously, we're referring to people uh, in sixth grade, maybe had trouble on a math test. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Now, it should be said, normally we're editors during our normal shifts yes. here. At work, uh, it, we're getting a little editorial, and I'm okay with that because it's on over numbers, right? Six does not is not the same as one, right? They're, they're yeah. close, obviously, right? They're close. And listen, how dare uh, us? Writers? Inslee isn't backing down. Bill Bryant, his opponent, says, "Hey, that was way off base, and you got people just losing yeah. their minds over this." So something to keep an eye on. Something else we're keeping an eye on. Ah, Star Wars. 
nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Star Wars movie coming out. Yeah. Right around the corner. Right around the corner. Literally 76 days from today. I wanted to get a nice even number. It really got me thinking about Unless unless you're listening to the podcast tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) It's 75. 75. It could be like 16 by the time you're hearing the show. Here's the, who right. knows? Here's the thing. That, that could be the amount of time before we issue another podcast. Yeah, that's right. right. Well, and clearly we're no mathematician uh, like the governor, so right, it's, it's right. hard to know. So I got to thinking. Seven Star Wars movies so far. Uh-huh. I thought we would come up with a top five list. Sure, that's easy. A top five Star Wars movies of all time. And I have sound bites uh, from oh, each lovely. of these little oh, movies. Lovely. But make our choices look terrible? Or, or If we're only doing five, yeah. we need to immediately get rid of two of the seven films that are in Star Wars canon. Yes. Okay, so Taylor's the millennial. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, yeah. So he's the one that likes Jar Jar. Yeah, Jar Jar was great. We had the pod racing. And- Are you the people going to die? Oh, my. Yeah, no, we we didn't like Jar Jar. You didn't like him? No, millennials hated Jar Jar. I thought the kids were into Jar Jar. That was it, the whole thing. You I had the Jar Jar toy and the stuff nah, Jar Jar. I think like I sense much fear in you. Well, that's not Jar Jar at all. Not even close. But I think I think the only people that really liked Jar Jar, aside from Lucas, were McDonald's and, mm-hmm. and like Mattel or Mako or whoever was selling the the toys. Well, now I saw the movie, uh, and you know what I'm talking about—the fan one, the fanboy, oh, yeah. the um, fanboys or whatever it was yeah, called. He, Fanboys, yeah, fanboys, fanboys. yeah, uh, and and they made the case that Jar Jar was for the kids, and and they talked to a bunch of little kids that thought he was the best part of the movie. He was he the was bomb, so funny. Do they talk to them like after the 3D re-release or something? Because I remember getting tickets to that when it came out through a, like a radio station I was working for at the time, and watching it over again was awful on the it's big horrible. screen. It is yeah. terrible. Have you watched it recently? Just you know, however many years ago it was when that came out. Well, when when uh, it gets worse, it gets worse, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, as as we were building up to the Force Awakens, I was like, I'm I'm gonna revisit it. Let's go, all. let's go back. They're unwatchable. Yeah, they are. They are some of the worst movies ever made. And the, yet the we visuals, all the dialogue. So we got to throw two of the films out. Mm-hmm. I propose mm-hmm. we throw out. Mm-hmm. Phantom Menace Obviously. and Attack of the Clones. Obviously. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I had my hands Yeah. Okay, so those are done. Done. Yeah. All right. They, so, they never should have existed to begin with. That's right. Now we must learn the top five Star Wars films of all time. Which way are we counting? Are we counting let's down? Go, yeah, no, no, let's just start with the best. That way everybody will be able to just, tune out. And, and they can move on to other things. Move on to other the official okay. Como editorial board saying, hey, we're stamping this. As the official, no, we're not. No, we we don't speak on behalf of the station. That's that's almost like Darn speaking it. politically. I put, right? a, <laughs> I put a lot of effort into my list. <laughs> All right. Well, I have as well. I've given at least ten seconds of thought to uh-huh, this. Uh-huh. All right. So number five. Lord Vader. Yes, Master. Right. Still hot garbage, but number five, Revenge of the Sith. I'm with you. I'm almost with you. I had it at four. You had it? What? Wow. Yeah, I had it at four uh, because at least Obi-Wan was like chopping off legs. There was some cool action. Darth Vader shows up for the first time. Things really start to come together. And he does a sweet Frankenstein impression. Well, when he's like breaking off the table? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Tell me you have that. Oh, I'm, I'm looking for it right now. <laughs> I, 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 and on. then the no at the end. That's what I'm getting at. No. no. 
alone puts it one spot up. No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's why I, I don't have it at number five. I have it at number four. Okay, well, you have But no- I would say that makes it number five. Like, they're, they're the, the other ones are so much better. It's just, okay, isn't that the one in which Anakin also goes, I don't like sand? Something, like, like, something yeah. like that. Yeah. He's like trying to have this dialogue. Goes it is nuts. terrible. He kills a bunch of kids. It is super dramatic and super yeah. dark when you look at all the other movies. Yeah. Real dark. Um, but yeah, for me at number five was was Jedi. Really? I, oh, yeah. Whoa. I, you're, saying, whoa. you're saying episode three better than Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and I, I realize the- it's controversial. <laughs> yeah. I do realize that's that's a controversial thing to say, but I cannot stand the Ewok dance, the little song, and the yub yub, and the bang now. On the but helmets. now, are you talking Ewok dance uh, post uh, reproduction or Both. original? Really? Both. Yeah, can't I don't stand understand it. the Ewok hate. I, well, listen, I think it's kind of like the Jar Jar it thing, is. right? It's got to be. It was because made specifically for the kids. I love, yeah. I love the Ewoks. It's 1983, 8-year-old uh-huh. Charlie Harger. Yeah. He's in third grade. He is going to go see it at the Northgate Theater. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you're saying Jedi is number five. Yeah, because, and then again, it was the same idea. Sith Ewoks, Jar four. Jar. Yeah, so Sith was nice and dark. There was some real grit to it, you know. When you, and that battle between Anakin yeah. and Obi Wan yeah. at the end, that was pretty sweet. You take out the Hayden Christensen's face, and yeah. you just think about the whole concept of the movie compared to Jedi. More like Hayden Christensen's hey, face, if you know what I'm whoa. saying. Okay, well, I, I think I would be at number four with Jedi, so four or five. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I think we're all on the same page. Now's when we really have to start making some hard decisions, mm-hmm. though. Because what goes in that number three slot? Now, Jeremy, do you agree that uh, those two are number four and five? Yeah, I think you could probably interchange. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to interchange them, but I'm I'm with you. Yeah. You can understand it. Yeah, so at the bottom so, of our list, you, you don't condone it, but you understand it. Yes. Okay. Number three goes. I'm I, I'm going to New Hope. Number are three. You? Okay. Number, for number three. three. Number three. Yeah. Uh, I went Force Awakens for number three. Number okay. Fair yeah. enough. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Force Awakens number three. I thought Force it was w- really good, mm-hmm. but extremely similar to New Hope. I'm okay with that. I wasn't yeah. mad about it either. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm okay with that. Here's the thing. It it fed perfectly all of the need for the nostalgia. Right. It, it spoke directly to the child in me that saw them in the theater, yeah. that played with the toys endlessly. I didn't see any gimmicks in it, really. No, and and I mean the special effects blended with it wasn't special effects diarrhea. In yes, it. Yeah. yes, it was it was enough reality and puppetry and real robots. <laughs> enough reality. No, I like it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. I real do. robots. It had a real of new characters. You know, they weren't just. Focusing That's why I put the it at number two, guys. That's why I put it at number. But you're saying number three. I'm putting it at number well, three. Yeah. So yeah. I, and I loved. Uh, I don't. I forget her name. Uh, who the the lovely young lady who plays Ray, Ray. Uh, Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Amazing. Great. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Not as big a fan of uh, of uh, John Boyega. Yeah, really. Finn. Was, I don't know. Uh, I love Finn. I loved. I loved him. I I feel like I was kind of torn on the kind of modern references. That I think there was like a uh, kind of the way he said, "Are you kidding me?" At one point, felt yeah. very modern. Like there were a yeah. couple of like that's too now. It was not like a it, long, long time ago. Yeah, there needed to be more kind of timeless lines from him. I think, but that was my only criticism. Okay, so where are you placing? The Force Awakens. Number three. You're putting it at number three. Yeah. Okay, put it at number... Okay. What's your number three then, Charlie? 
I said, A New Hope. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I, I, I would say, and listen, you. I love A New Hope. There's nothing but love and just rainbows and puppies mm-hmm. for these top three films, but I think A New Hope uh, is very good, very enjoyable. I, I can't get enough, but I just happen to think my top two... Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, more viscerally, are m- more enjoyable. Yeah. I'm not knocking. By the way, you know what we're doing here? I'm saying A New Hope, and people are going... Episode four, but the first one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. The very first Star Wars movie from 1977 is what I'm saying. I really went full geek there. So, yeah, yeah uh, I, w- I would just say uh, it built the world. It was very good, but we were missing a lot in the story. If you think about it, uh, somehow we, uh, you know, have this kid is uncle and aunt are butchered and then all of a sudden he's getting on this spaceship with a crazy old man crazy old from man the desert that's right who does magic an old, an old wizard yeah i am well, not and, knocking it and all of that aside the pacing of the film mm-hmm. it it's a little slow it let's is. be honest but it's kind of hard to watch now that like, were out at that time were yeah a little exactly slower. exactly if you look at any of those they yeah. they they really get into the character development they really drag that stuff out follow me here you could make the argument it is the best you yeah. could absolutely make th- that sure. argument, and it, it, it's everything that you had hoped the prequels would be in terms of visuals. Yes, uh, can I be the one to ask Charlie? What's your number two? Porter's. Yeah, what's your number right. two? Because uh, mine, Force Awakens. Okay, That's my, my number two is Hope. New yeah, hope. mine as well. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that means all that of us have leaves, the same number yeah, one, of course. Which is the Family Guy remake, right? <laughs> no, Hardware Wars. Did you ever watch Hardware Spaceballs, Wars? Come yeah. on, Spaceballs. Yeah, I mean, come on. I want to learn the ways of the Force and become a Jedi like my father. This is a, this was an anticlimactic uh, countdown for yeah. us to all, Empire. We, we yeah. all yeah, agree. We all agree yeah, on Empire. Yeah, it's Empire. Yeah. So okay. we're exactly like the internet. Yeah. We're exactly like right. the internet. That was, that was fun, guys. <laughs> Yay, Jeremy Grader. <laughs> so I didn't swear at you. No, not yet. Uh, you know, one thing we can't do on the radio, guys, is swear and and i i just want to bring up an experience i had the other day i teach a class or uh-huh. i teach a radio class uh at a, a respected college it's a couple of respected radio stations because you know after all i'm there i've been doing this for 15 years and what i do in my class every quarter as we get these new students wanting to start in radio i teach a lesson on obscenity indecency and profanity. That's got to be your favorite lesson it to teach. It is the best. Here's a <laughs> podcast called Ear <laughs> So I, I go to my students. I, I, for the first 13 years, I've been doing this 15 years. First 13 years of teaching this class, uh, I played the George Carlin Seven Words You Can't Say on television. Never heard of it. Probably should check it out. <laughs> and about two years ago, I realized... Uh, you know, if somebody were to take this wrong, if they weren't to understand the context or they were to walk in in the middle of the lecture, they're late, and all of a sudden they hear George Carlin saying those seven words. Plus all the others that he's come up with on the list. Right. That would be a problem. Mm. That could be problematic for my career. It's not like it pays a lot of money, but daddy needs two jobs. All right. So I told my students the other day in class, I say, kids, I really strongly recommend you check it out. Here's George Carlin. He's dead now. It was very funny. Seven words you can't say on television. Have a student raise his hand. I go, what's going on, man? I know. 
I, I used to watch that with my mom. I know the I know five of those words, and he starts <laughs> counting on his fingers. I'm, I'm like, great. Well, you know, the other students here, maybe they can check it out online. It goes, okay. So there's, and I go, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I just bring that up because we have an interview coming up next week with John Henry Brown. Hmm. John Henry Brown, a famous defense attorney, has a new book. We'll talk about him in this interview. I, I recorded this a few days ago. Um, this is a podcast. It's going out over the internet. It's not going out over the airwaves. John Henry Brown swears a couple times. No this. way. Really? And because it's a podcast, I figure we don't need to believe him. No. It's John Henry Brown. Yeah, it's the internet. So that interview, John Henry Brown, coming up next week here on the Como Water Cooler. Time for us to cut out of here. Did you have a good time, Taylor? You know, better than I thought I would. Yeah, I did too. Okay. I think we should do this again. Well, we'll try. The news is always happening. It's always on our website, comonews.com. It's always live on the air, Como AM 1000, FM 97.7, and, of course, through the app and web streaming. Also, we have Semaphore, Smoke Signal, everything you need to know. Coming soon, carbon copy, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, we want you to join us next week for our next episode of the Como Water Cooler. Our guests won't be President Obama, Henry Kissinger, and Frank Stallone. Won't be? Won't be. That's a little misleading. All right. No!